0: Mac Voices Holiday Gift Guide Number 4, Part 2. This is Mac Voices. Today's edition of Mac Voices is supported by the Mac Voices Dispatch, our weekly newsletter that keeps you up with everything Mac Voices is doing. From our published episodes, to Chuck's other appearances, to special events, and more, subscribe at macvoices.com newsletter and stay fully informed so you don't miss a thing. Welcome to Mac Voices. This is the talk of the Apple community, and I'm Chuck Joyner. Folks, this is part two of Mac Voices Holiday Gift Guide number four. You might think the picking is getting a little slim at this point, but our crew is up to the task. Let's go back and let the panel do the picking. Wally, what do you have for round three? Uh, Something very small.
1: Something small enough to fit in a stocking. So um, over the years, I have accumulated, I don't know how many, a stash of micro SD cards that I've used in my camcorders, in my GoPros, and and other devices. Now, these little uh, micro SD cards are not expensive, and you can get them in decent sizes. These days, though, uh, a lot of my cards are sitting idle in my camera bags. So I thought, wouldn't it be great uh, to get them back into circulation? And that's where this little device comes in. It's a Type-C micro SD card reader with USB 3. Okay. All you do is you pop in your spare micro SD card and you have all of a sudden a useful flash drive this particular card 200 gigabyte card that i used to have in my camcorder it's now a 200 gigabyte flash drive all for the princely sum of do my dollar conversion maybe 15 bucks which is cheap for uh, a flash drive at the best of times but um I load one up with my own movies and videos when I travel, and uh, I like to watch them on my iPad mini um, on the plane. And um, you can also use it to back up your photos and videos that you shoot when you're on the road. And it's a great thing to use for micro SD cards you already have in a drawer, or you can get some new ones, big sizes, and you can have expandable storage in this one tiny little thing, so for fifteen bucks, you can't go wrong, particularly if you have a lot of those micro SD cards sitting around.
0: two hundred gigs for fifteen dollars I mean
1: well, no sorry that's that's the the thing you need to get your own micro SD card, yeah, but if but... you have one already, which I did, then it's fifteen bucks for a big flash drive
2: yeah we all as must as
1: have those micro sd cards around somewhere in cameras and
0: everywhere else so oh yeah Brian, think I'm sure it, there's a bunch of them here
2: yeah 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 I if a flash drive you know that you normally have becomes corrupt and you can't use it anymore here you have this device that if that if, if your micro sd card wears out well, you can switch it out very good
1: point Brian good point yeah
2: very
0: nice okay bart
3: (laughs) right this is strangely enough going to be my most expensive pick and it's my lowest tech pick and it just i don't know why i was just I, i was thinking of what will i talk to chuck about and i just realized that i have been using the same pen as in a traditional pen and i know how long i've been using it because it's engraved it says Cavan Vocational School Prefect, ninety six ninety seven. I got this pen for being a prefect in my high school. It is a cross. AT Cross of the company. It is their Century Classic, and they still make it. And I love them so much that I actually have them everywhere. So I have this, which is the same pen, only with a little shamrock on it from Aer Lingus, from their in-flight catalog. I have them everywhere. They use refills, so you can continue to buy the refills forever. And like I say, since 1996, I have had a cross-century classic. I would write with nothing else. And I, I cannot surprise myself that it's been that long. But that is, that is how long I've been in love with these pens. And like I say, my home office has one. I have one in my bedroom office i have two home offices i have one in my office office i have one in my backpack i have these cross pens everywhere and they do not break occasionally people steal them because they're lovely i've only ever lost them to theft i have never lost one to it wearing out or to it breaking and i i think they're beautiful in the hand they're just a nice a nice solid piece of tech And they just keep going forever and as long as they keep making the same shape of refill which they've been doing for 20 years so i don't see why they'll stop now you can continue to enjoy your at cross pens ad infinitum now bart
1: do you have as many cross pens as you have watch bands
3: no (laughs) no (laughs) well (laughs) I need a
1: bigger pencil case.
3: <laughs> yes,
1: I, I think you you need to get going and get a bigger pencil case.
0: <laughs> I, I'd, I'd okay,
1: love well, to... They're I mean,
3: 84 Sorry, yeah, I, I meant to say they're $84 a piece. So uh, they're more expensive than Apple Watch bands as well. But if you can write with something for two decades, that $84 isn't such a bad price.
0: And and we're back to the well, value thank
1: discussion. Thank you, You have inspired me because I'm sure I have... A cross pen or two or three in a drawer somewhere that I have forgotten about. So I, I must do a spring cleaning and see if I can find one. again.
3: Thank you. Dig them up. And I promise you, they will still sell you whatever refill they need because they only make a few different sizes of refill and they, they don't change them, which is great. So just buy a new refill and you have a new pen.
0: Yeah. Nice. Nice.
2: Okay, Brian, this is round three. Excellent. Uh, So round three, um, I'm going to let you guys know about a product that I found uh, very, very useful that I've been using uh, probably for at least the last uh, seven months. And it's an Apple Watch charger, pretty basic. And what it is, a couple of things that make it so great is the keychain, the keychain that you can put it right on you a set of keys, very easy to carry around. I always, whenever I travel, it's with me. Uh, and I also use it on a daily basis as well. Um, for those of us who may not have jumped into the latest Apple watch that were maybe, uh, one or two, maybe three models a year old, you know, those batteries start to wear out a little bit and what used to last you, maybe the entire day where you can charge it in the evening or overnight. Um, sometimes it just doesn't get you that, that, um, that full capacity that you were used to. And having an Apple Watch charger that you can take with you on the road to be able to charge at any time uh, is fantastic. The particular one that I was sharing um, is actually only uh, $16.50. It's a thousand uh, milliamp hours and uh, charges with uh USB-C. So I found it extremely valuable. I know there's uh, different competitors out there that, that do similar things, but uh, an Apple Watch charger is an incredibly great gift um you know to be able to charge your watch on the go uh you know for especially something that you know you think about you know how more accessible USB-C or lightning might be uh, to plug in but specifically you're looking at oh where do, how do i charge my watch and so something like that is very valuable
3: yeah i, I like it's for especially 16 if bucks you're traveling or whatever
2: yeah yeah
0: exactly that's you can almost just keep yeah, that in, good, the, in good the car Dick Brian
1: actually I have one in my travel kit as well and I uh, found it to be very very useful
3: Thank you. Yeah, it just cost me money I think I'm afraid to say because <laughs> uh, I, I need one for my travel kit Well, no, if you think about it Mike I have a good battery to charge up my other devices but the Apple Watch has always been that difficult one because you can't yep. plug it in whereas yeah, that, that looks like different. a peripheral device it's not too big
2: no, very, very slim. About the size of maybe something that would, maybe you're unlocking your car, you know, with the, about that yeah. size. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good, good pick. Good pick. Thank you. Um, okay, so
0: I'm going to go big for the third pick, third round pick. Um, Ooh. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to go big um, because this is, a, this is something I've picked for a number of years and it just never gets old as far as i'm concerned and you can see them right now behind me that is the audio engine a five pluses uh... those white speakers that are up on the up on the stands these sound absolutely phenomenal they are they're not the cheapest speakers you're ever gonna find they're certainly not the most expensive but i tell you the what what they do for uh, apple music is just phenomenal and I sp- I'm spending more and more time now that I'm a remote worker and working strictly from home. I have a lot more opportunity to just put some music on while I'm working. And I'm not exactly a music snob, but I'm also, I also in- in- appreciate and enjoy you know, really good, high-quality sound. And these deliver it. I think some of the best things about these, though, are they're hard- you can hardwire them, or they also come with Bluetooth as well. So, I, and that means you can connect multiple sources to them and then, you know, just whichever source you're playing will play through them. Um, and they, they are not light, um, so you want to make sure you get some speaker stands. I recommended a set, this, that set of speaker stands at a previous gift guide. Um, so make sure that you, you buy something that can handle them weight-wise. But they just don't, it just doesn't get any better than this. I really was a little bit skeptical about the white uh, the white case, and then I got it and I love it because it's such it's such a nice dark, uh, as opposed to the speakers and tweeters itself uh, themselves. It's just a great great look and a great design. So top to bottom, the audio engine A5 pluses, go check them out at, uh, at Audio Engine. you I, I'll put them up against pretty much anything else. Um, and including as much as I like them, including home pods
3: hmm. how, how much of a dent to the making the wallet
0: um, oh Bart, you know what i i 'm afraid to say I think there 's I, I think they 're three hundred and fifty, but don 't hold me to that oh, okay. simply be simply because it 's been so long i 've had these things it seems like now forever i mean it 's been years and and I have not regretted the investment the really interesting thing as much as all the other gear gets swapped out and upgraded i've never been tempted to upgrade these or change them out
2: So, testament to its quality yeah yeah
3: yeah i mean and that's not a even if you're out by 50 bucks either the way that's still that's still price competitive with your, your home pods and so forth so that's actually not a bad price at all
0: no no and again take that Whatever we have up on the screen is what you will want to pay attention to. Um, And if you're doing conversions like Wally is, it may be a little bit different too, but um, the value is there. Uh, Don't think I've had them quite as long as Bart's pens, but probably (laughs) close. (laughs) All right, gentlemen, so this makes round number four. so Number four. hopefully you've either saved your best for last or at least saved something really good for last. Wally, what are you going to wrap we up with? We shall see.
1: We'll let, we'll let the panel decide. Um, I'm going to finish off with another travel accessory. Um, and again, I, I think it fills a practical niche for me at least. So over the years, I can't tell you how many um, backpacks, sling bags, fanny packs and kit bags I have tried and you know, I never seem to find just the right one. I want something that I can pack in my luggage that isn't too bulky and not too big and then when I go out for a day, I want to bring it out and put in there all the stuff I want to take. My iPhone, maybe a camera this and that, wallet, etc. on and on and on, a um, raincoat, an umbrella, etc. But I haven't found the right thing. Some are too bulky, you can't pack them easily. Uh, um, others hold a lot of stuff, but you can't always get at it. And that's the key, you can't get at it. So if it's a backpack, I've got a lot of great backpacks. Problem is to get at stuff in your backpack you've got to take your backpack off and then you reach in there in your rubbish and you pull something out. So um, for me, it's a never-ending quest to find the right day pack to hold my stuff. So I thought, you know, maybe there's a, a better way. And I started looking at day packs that you carry in front of you, not behind you. And here's my latest candidate. I gotta move back a bit so I can get it all in. Nothing really special, um, but the one I wanna point out is this one is versatile because it acts either as something you can wear on the side, left or right, and it has a detachable strap that you can flip over. But the best thing is you can put it on and wear it in front of you. So when you want to get at something, it's right there. You can open it up and see things. Um, It has water bottle pockets on each side. Inside, wow, there's dividers, pockets. You can fit everything you want in there. And to top it off, there's a little RFID signal blocking pocket in the back if you have something with sensitive data maybe your passport something like that you can put it in there so for the princely sum of i don't know how much 25 bucks or something like that i took this one on my last trip and maybe it's not perfect but i really think i'm getting close with this one because i took it out on day trips and everything i wanted was in there it wasn't too heavy it had room for stuff it was light close enough. So anyway, um, this is not necessarily the best of breed, but if you have a look at the link, you'll get the idea. Buy a backpack that you can wear in the front. Plus, it's more secure. If it's on the back, you're kind of vulnerable sometimes. Somebody comes Mm -hmm. up behind you. You have it on the front. Everything's there for you. So
0: that's my last pick. Oh, I think you did say the best for last, Wally. That's great. Yeah. That's great. I've, I've seen well, the and bigger. Well, you've got to
3: have somewhere to put your other great picks.
0: What? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but they're so small. They're really easy to put in here. Yeah. I've, I've seen the, the DSLR bags that, you know, the, the, the pro photographers will sling around and can open. But, of course, those are big and bulky because they house DSLRs. That looks like something that is not. You could make it big and bulky if you needed to but it doesn't have to be so I well like
1: of course as, as a videographer i used to travel with big bags and they had to be big to carry your camcorder and all of the stuff so after a while that gets a little bit heavy and it's just not fun to lug around anymore and at some stage i remember talking about this with with bart when we chatted on on his show I I decided, hey, I think I'm going to go with the iPhone from now on. And the iPhone and its accessories are much smaller. They're much lighter. And you can put your whole kit into something like this and have everything you need with you. Maybe the quality isn't quite the same as a camcorder or a DSLR. But, you know, with 4K video and and some of the new features in, in the latest... 14 and 15 model phone you're getting fantastic results so yeah smaller smaller is, and lighter is good agreed I imagine it's agreed.
0: good
2: for your back too
0: it is it doesn't doesn't hurt but yeah. but then then your heart rate wouldn't show up on bart's monitor so <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're tying everything together yeah,
3: uh, <laughs> I like it, joke. There's a good segues. <laughs> okay, um, so
0: Bart, I, I don't have a that wasn't exactly a segue. I don't think into your into your last pick, but I tried.
3: Not quite. So it's now five past one in the morning, and I'm still bouncy and bubbly. How is that possible? Well, of course, it wouldn't be a set of Bart holiday picks without something to do with coffee, because like every true nerd, I am a machine for turning caffeine into code. So. My darling beloved discovered the joys of cold brew coffee. And I am so happy that he is spending his time and effort on this. And Hmm. we initially we bought a, a more expensive, more tricky kit and it broke. And we discovered that we should have spent less money for a simpler kit and we would have had nicer coffee all along. So the pick I have is what we've ended up settling on as our cold brew maker. It's from a company called Willow and Everett. And it's a hundred percent reusable so there's no disposable parts you grind your coffee nice and coarse so that it's not too small you fill up the little holder you slot it into this container you leave it overnight the next morning you take the coffee grains out and you now have a sealed airtight container for your cold brew coffee that will keep for they say up to 14 days because it's airtight and it has a tap on it like as if it was a keg of beer and whenever you want a nice cup of coffee you open the tap you fill yourself up a quarter of how much you want of cold brew and then you top it up with boiling water and you have the nicest coffee you could ever imagine because the cold brew takes out the sweetness of the coffee it takes out pretty much all the flavors of the coffee except the bitter I drink it black. I wouldn't dream of putting sugar into it. There's absolutely no need. And it doesn't need a creamer or anything like that either. And it is so tasty. And then that once a year when it's actually sunny in Ireland, it makes great iced coffee as well. Hmm.
0: Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm more of an iced coffee person. But yeah. I'm going to have to look into this. I like the idea of being able to do of do my own and do it easily and have have that much for that long.
3: Yeah. Yeah, it's sort of like the overnight oats of coffee. So, you know, and and at this stage we basically get a week out of it. So on Sunday evening the, the cold brew will be prepared and then when it comes to ready getting ready for work or college on Monday morning, it's ready for us. And, you know, I just I've I've basically filled the bottom of my insulated mug before I leave for work. And then in work I just go to the coffee you know, to the hot water and just fill it up with hot water and I have amazing coffee that everyone's jealous of.
1: I like it. And it lowers your blood pressure to boot.
3: No, it doesn't. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it might lower mine because if I'm in withdrawal, they're (laughs) getting my head of caffeine.
0: (laughs) We're back to the heart rate monitor part somehow. We are,
3: (laughs) are, but you have to have a vice, and I'd rather have coffee than alcohol or anything else. So uh, as vices go, I think it's not a bad one. It's, it's organic it's fair trade good point yeah. fair wonderful. trade
0: advice.
1: yeah something i would love to
3: try if made me curious yeah well done yeah. Well, a whopping yeah. 21 pounds there's another currency which is worth oh. worth of five <laughs> currencies now. there's only four of us on the panel this one is 21 pounds sterling yeah
0: <laughs> okay okay ryan this is the end of your of your debut in the gift guide. So how are you gonna wrap us up?
2: All right, so I'm going back in the same vein as when uh, in one of my earlier picks, something that's extremely useful for both folks who have been using Apple products for a while, as well as newcomers. And that uh, are the amazing resources available from the Take Control series. And um, there are so many valuable things that you can pick up by having a guide right next to you, having the way I like to use it, for example, is having when I think of uh, take control of, say, Sonoma, using the operating system for the Mac is having on one screen the book on the other screen, utilizing what they're telling me and teaching me what to do and being able to go almost like step by step and really getting in depth understanding of what's going on. Um, And then thinking about my family members who are jumping over and using iOS for the first time ever. And, you know, we had talked over FaceTime and been able to uh, say, you know, look at all these features and this, that, and the other. But when you're explaining it to somebody of of a product that you've used for a while, even though it's a newer, newer operating system, the way that you intuitively may use it may not be the best approach for somebody who's a newcomer. And having that guide for them to be able to utilize so step by step they they understand the hows and whys and what's of using those new products and the new operating system and new hardware things of that nature is extremely valuable so um specifically the take control uh, ios 17 and ipad os 17 as well as the uh, uh take control of sonoma each of them sell for about 15 dollars us and extremely valuable, well well worth that amount of money.
0: Anybody that watches Mac Voices knows I I agree with you 100%. That's one of the reasons that I try to get every single Take Control book author on and interview them about their books, because they are so methodical and so detailed and so dedicated to not just slapping something together over Mm -hmm. a weekend, but to really digging in and... It's not only just doing the books initially right the first time, but also keeping them up to date with their subsequent editions, so that they remain valuable. So I, I can't agree more. Can't agree more.
3: Yeah, All right. The absolute so, cream of the crop when it comes to these things, isn't it? Like the, the take control guys, they they don't do it by half. Yeah. No. Yeah,
2: yeah. You get that passion really shines through.
3: Yeah,
2: and they don't mind calling it calling
0: Apple out when something isn't as good as it should be or could be, you know? And so mm-hmm. that, that's something I really respect, that yes, they're all Apple enthusiasts to one degree or another, but they will point out that, hey, this, this doesn't work or this doesn't work the way you think or should. So. Um, okay, so I'm going to wrap up again with something that it cost me money, But um, it may cost you money. I'm not sure. But it's another thing that you can see behind me. When I redid my office this year, I wanted to get the monitors up off the desk and onto some some, uh, gas-mount arms. And I purchased a number of them and kept returning them because they, for one reason or another, they either didn't go up far enough, they didn't stay up. They didn't angle or tilt. They didn't articulate properly. And I finally settled. I want to make sure I get it right. On the Mount Pro single monitor mount stands, um, these are adjustable height. Uh, they, they go for, cock from side to side. They'll go up and down. Um, there is isn't an, an articulating arm back there so that you can fold it back in uh, on, in a short depth or pull it out to be a lot closer to you. This is just the best value I found for these arms. In fact, there are three of them back there now. Um, As soon as I I found the one I wanted, then added a second one. It's like, yeah, this is really, really good. So I would encourage you, you know, your situation may be different. Try it out. But I think these handle up to 17 pounds worth of monitor on each one. And they are adjustable in every direction you can think of. Um, so if you haven't experienced Visa mounts yet, uh, this is a great place to start um, with the mount pros. So, And as you can tell, I'm a little monitor happy at
3: the moment. Yeah, I'm kind of well, jealous, well, Chuck, of your monitor happiness.
0: Art, I've, I've, I've come to believe that, and I've, this is kind of flip, but it, I think it's accurate. The more screen real estate you have, the more productive you can be. Because I yes. can dedicate one screen to one thing, one to another, one to another, um, and or you know, I mean, and these are four K monitors, so that's a ridiculous amount of screen real estate to have up there, and be able to have things. I, I always believed that we would never get to the paperless office until our monitors became the size of our desks, and now with four K right. monitors, yeah. you've got it. So, I was ahead of my time. Nobody believed it.
3: I mean, why were our desks desks as big as they were? Because that's how much space it takes for us to be productive. And we still Mm -hmm. need that same amount of space. I I will often describe a a setup as being cramped because I actually feel cramped if I don't have enough screen real estate because it's as if you're trying to make me work on too small of a physical desk. So I I do have these amounts, but I'm only moderately happy with them. So I have a horrible feeling you're gonna cost me money, Chuck.
0: I, Bart, try. I mean, tr- get it and try it. Because again, I and yeah. f- and frankly, I I bought some that were from names that are you would recognize, and every single one of them disappointed me. Um, so if if we, these are right for you, then you
3: know the arm I have is in theory great, but if I adjust it enough that it doesn't fall down, it's too stiff to move, and if I loosen it that it's loose enough to move, I come in in the morning to find my monitor drooping. <laughs> on my desk yeah and i don't want either of those things so i've ended up using my supposedly movable arms completely static by basically putting it in a mostly okay position and tightening the crap out of it and that's that defeats the purpose of these arms so yeah i i think I, I, yeah but
2: but
0: i'll tell you what bart funny you should say that because i i if i originally thought i'd be moving these around and doing all kinds of things with them and i found once i got the optimum spot. I really didn't move them that often. So it's it's a double-edged sword. I like the ability to move them, but I don't, because I've found what works for me.
3: Well, so I, I have the one desk that I use for working from home and for my podcasting and stuff, but I have two computers. And so it would actually be nice if I want all of my desk space for work to just push the other stuff out of the way. Whereas right now, as I say, I'm I kind of afraid to, so. Yeah. No, cool. Understood. Definitely, Understood. Give a, definitely give him a go. I think
0: everybody cost everybody else some money here tonight, <laughs> which is probably the way it Good. should be. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Chuck, you um, should do one of
1: those, um, Thermometers that keeps growing and growing. The more money you spend, and yeah. <laughs> put it on the gift guide, and we'll see by December how high it's gone.
0: No, well, I don't want to know. I just no, I just guess not. I I just try to pay the credit card and pretend it didn't happen. Guys, <laughs> thank January you. This was, yeah, yeah, exactly. This was a lot of fun. Thank you so much for taking the time. And Bart, especially for you, for staying up till this
3: ungodly hour of the morning. Um, more
0: coffee, please. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Do you know something, Chuck? I actually discovered I had a day's annual leave I didn't know I had, so I actually have the morning off.
0: Oh, ah. good. Okay. Well, then you can sleep in. You can sleep and in.
2: And if you're too tired, exactly. I heard there's this uh, cold brew uh, coffee maker. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <That'd> i Yeah. <laughs> Um, I want to go around and let everyone
0: know where they can contact you or what you do. So if they want to argue or discuss your gift picks with you, they can. Um, So we'll just, again, keep the same order. Wally, what's the best way for people to connect with you?
1: Uh, Tune back in for the holiday gift guide about a year from now and you will see me, hopefully. (laughs) Now, actually, the best place to see some of my stuff and some of my older stuff is uh, my YouTube channel. I uh, haven't put a lot of recent things up there, but I'm about to. So uh, just look for my name, search for it in YouTube, and you'll pop pop over to my YouTube channel. It has a lot of archival stuff, video we used to shoot, uh, Chuck and I, and others at uh, Macworld when it was going strong. Uh, the Macworld All-Star Band, a 28-song performance back in the last year of its existence and other fun stuff too so that's probably the best place
0: um yeah that's it yeah those were good times no question thanks for being here wava happy holidays my pleasure chuck bart bushots thank you so much for again for staying up late it's always a pleasure we just got to figure out a way to get our schedules together so we can chat more but until then what's the best way for people to connect with you
3: You can listen to my podcast at less-talk.ie. I do two monthly shows, one on the art and craft of photography. It really could be anything. And sometimes it's an interview, like Wally was nice enough to be my guest at one time. Sometimes it's me blathering on about stuff. It could be anything, but the basic rule is it's about the art and craft of photography. It's not a gear show. It's not about whether this Tamron lens is better than that Sigma lens. It is about the art and craft of photography. And then I do a Mac show once a month, where the idea is to zoom out, to have a look at a whole month's worth of Apple news and look at the really big picture. I sort of say I'm the opposite of Mac OS Ken. Ken zooms in to every tree in the forest once a day, and I show up once a month and I describe the forest to you. And that's Let's Talk Apple. So let us ie.
0: Great. Bart, and I, Bart, I always learn something, especially if it's in the photography podcast. I always learn something. So thank you for doing it.
3: It's true. My pleasure. Glad nice to know someone's listening.
0: You, yeah, that one download—that's me, right? Um, <laughs> Brian, thanks so much. I know folks can see you on Mac Voices Live on Tuesday nights, but where else can they connect with you?
2: Well, thank you so much, and uh, I appreciate uh, being here. And this was awesome. So, and it was nice uh, chatting with everybody, sharing some, and sharing and learning about some amazing gadgets to pick up. Uh, as far as reaching me. Uh, probably Mastodon's the best uh, route, Uh, brian8944 at mastodon.cloud. So, love to chat with you.
0: Great, thanks so much, Brian. Happy holidays.
2: Thank you, same to you all.
0: Folks, I'm Chuck Joyner, this is Mac Voices Live. This is not Mac Voices Live, this is the Mac Voices gift guide. This is number four. Oh, I apparently have stayed up too late too. Um, We will have more gift guides going forward because uh, even though the gifts are getting tougher to pick, Every one of our panels seems to come up with something else, and usually it costs me money. Until the next time. Oh, I almost forgot. Of course, all the links in the show notes will be uh, or will be in the show notes, so you can go right to them. And also, we publish them in uh, our Flipboard magazine, the 2023 Mac Voices Holiday Gift Guide Flipboard magazine, and you can get the link to that in the web, in, in the show notes as well. But also, if you just go into the Flipboard app and search for it, you'll find it there. And that's really the best place to consume it because it's more like an old-fashioned gift catalog that you can just flip, flip through with your finger. Until the next time, and as always, thanks for watching. Visit macvoices.com for show notes and to connect with Chuck on social media. Get involved in our Facebook group or like our Facebook page and get more out of your Apple tech with Mac Voices magazine